Good morning. Before we get into the Bible Reading Plan podcast, I wanted to give a disclaimer that this podcast was recorded before the coronavirus pandemic. Since then, we have changed our rhythms of gathering, and any announcements during this podcast may be incorrect. So for any announcements or logistics mentioned in this podcast, please double check against the website, victorypoint.org. Thanks. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. All right, good morning. It is Tuesday. The No, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. It's Wednesday the 1st. It's April, April 1. Day. Did you know that? I did not know. I wish we had thought of that because I, I could have. I love April playing Fool's April joke. Fool's jokes. So if you're going to see me sometime today, just be on your guard because uh, my okay. grandmother set the tone she for our did? whole family really? and April Fool's is a big deal. Is it? Yeah. I'm not quick enough to come up with any April Fool's stuff. Yeah. I'm bad at it. One time I, we we hid 500 army men around <laughs> our house. My parents are still finding them you today. Had that was 500 about, army men? It was about 15 years ago. Oh my, my parents are still finding army men that we hid. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Wow. April Fool's Day is a big deal. That's hilarious. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, today is April Fool's Day. It's April 1st. If you haven't planned a um, trick to play on your family, I highly recommend it. Just what I usually do is I just think of what is the person I love. I think of what is their greatest fear. <laughs> no way. You're and so then I try bad. to fe- think of how I can just tease that out. Not to like go all the way and say, I got in a car accident, but just call up and say something like, hey, I'm going to be home a little late. Um, something came up or whatever. And just kind of tease it out because they're right. already thinking about worst case scenario. Right. And all you have to do is just... Yeah, you just have to tip the scale a little bit in their favor, and it's it's beautiful. Anyway, okay. okay. Today, we're going to read Philippians 2, verses 5 through 11, um, as part of our Bible reading plan. And um, Pam, would you mind reading sure. this passage? No, I don't mind. I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Love this passage. Okay, why do you love it? I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know. It just is cool. It just talks about who Jesus is and mm-hmm. how um, he humbled himself, but then was um, also glorified and praised and exalted. Hmm. By his father. So, who's one of the most 
humble people you can think of? Who's like one of the people that you go, man, this person um, is refreshing because everyone else is looking out for their own interests. But um, this person um, rarely ever looks out for their own interests. They're always serving other people, helping other people, putting other people first. Can you think of anybody? That's a good, um, that's a kind of like a hard question. <laughs> All right. Think about that. Because I, I think it'd be a good thing to, yes. to talk about during this passage. Okay. So maybe yes, be thinking about that while we talk about it. But um, maybe it's a good question for everyone to kind of ponder. Is like, who is one of those people that you look at and you go, mm-hmm. wow, they, they are one of the most humble people I can think of. Never never trying to serve themselves, always looking out to help other people. Um, so yeah, think about yeah, that. Okay. Um, one of the things that grabbed my attention about this passage is the word though, which I think is not a good word for translating this passage. Right. So <clears throat> this is what I mean. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited. So that is to say, what I, the way I read that first glance is, um, people who are God, namely God, right. <laughs> um, the way that God is, is that he would never stoop to mm. be with us oh. because God is God and God doesn't do that kind of stuff. Um, and we think of gods or in our case, God as being those who are high and above and don't like coming down to us and we don't deserve, they don't, we don't deserve their time. They don't want to be with us, whatever, though he was in the form of God did not regard like, this is an exception. This is an exception to the rule that usually, um, God does uh, regard equality with God as something to be exploited. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Usually God, God, what's usually the case is that God takes advantage of his godliness and right. stays God, yeah. you know? Um, and I get that picture because it says, though, like he made an exception to the rule. He should be staying high and above, but because he made an exception, he became, you know, humbled himself. Yes. Right? Yes. Um. But another faithful translation of the Greek here, instead of though, uh, you could switch that for because. Oh. Doesn't that shift it for yes. you? Yes. So imagine this. Let, that, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, because he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited. I like that. Which, that it totally changes the meaning totally. to say the nature of God is self-sacrificing. Yes. You know, that's God's nature. And it changes our perception about what God is like. And it reminds us that it's not an exception to the rule. It is the rule. Right. God teaches us something different than what we tend to think about God, Mm -hmm. which is that God would never do what he does. God would never do what Jesus did. And Jesus was the exception that came down and um, stood between himself. He put himself between God and us and made God do something that God really didn't want to do, which is forgive us of our sins. That's because of the though word. But when it says because, 
he was in the form of God. That shows us that Jesus is the perfect image of the Father, mm-hmm. which is true to testimony of Scripture, right? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we believe about Jesus, okay. is he's the perfect image of the Father. Yeah. And he shows us exactly what God does, which is sacrifice himself for the people he mm-hmm. loves, mm-hmm. which is us. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus dies on the cross, Jesus is doing so on behalf of the whole Trinity. Not, you know, it's not a, a insubordinate son who's who's acting out and and doing something the Father wouldn't approve of. Yeah. He's acting on behalf of the entire Godhead and saying, "This is what we do. Right. We lay our lives down for our creation. That's what God is like." Mm-hmm. Which corrects. It's easy to understand why we favor the though language is because as humans we tend to think god doesn't really want to do what he did he right. did it because he had to right right because did it because jesus made him do it yeah. yeah but um but if we switch that to because mm-hmm. um it helps us see a totally different side of god yes. which is that god's nature is to be self-sacrificing mm-hmm. which i love that I love that too. that um yes that opens me up to god's love in this passage yes. to go Wow, Jesus is is doing exactly what what God wants him to do. Yes. He's obeying the Father and yes. um, and emptying himself, and it um, points to the way that uh, the upside down nature of the kingdom that those who humble themselves are exalted. Mm-hmm. That Jesus, who humbled himself, was exalted, and that he's um, uh, um, turning turning over our um, our common narratives of. If you humble yourself, you're just going to be stepped on. Right. If you take the low road, um, people are going to walk all over you. Right. If you turn the other cheek, which is what yesterday's passage was about, mm-hmm. or wasn't it? Um, two, no, Monday's. Monday's, Monday's passage was about, yes. uh, you know, people pulling out the beard and striking the back yeah. and, you know, yeah. like. And um, in our world, if you turn the other cheek, someone's just going to hit you again and you're mm-hmm. just going to get pummeled and bullied and mm-hmm. pushed around. And this sets a different narrative to say that's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus was pushed around and right. he was walked on, but right. God exalted him. Right. And um, that's what matters. So I don't know. That's something that yeah. that I love about this passage that um, has been um, really teaching me more about God's heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, definitely. It's great. Yes. Love it. So good stuff. Let's all think about one person. Yes. Who I... exemplifies humility, who is always um, looking to serve other people. Um, I'm thinking of a few people. My neighbor Tom. Um, and not to say anybody could be the spitting image of Jesus here and be a perfect right. Messiah. Right. right. But I'm thinking of Tom who uh, helps me fix my bike. He knows he can do things that I, I can never do. Gotcha. And he's always willing to help. Um, so um, that's, that's something that I'm really thankful. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, when we, when you tell him something's going on in our lives, he's always like, whatever you guys need, I'm here to support. Oh, that's cool. You know, I got your back. Always responds to my phone calls and texts. Um, he like went and helped Rachel buy my Christmas present by like driving two hours north to go what? get it. Wow. Did not ask that. You know, it's just like yeah. over and above. Um, I'm also thinking of another guy back in San Diego who um, was just always, his name was Jamie Nelson, 
always looking to help, always setting aside time for you, mm. um, never seemed busy, um, never seemed absorbed with himself, um, even though he had tons of gifts and skills, um, always looking to um, put others first mm -hmm. and um, celebrate other people and their accomplishments, never talking about his own accomplishments. Um, for me, that's a picture of, of humility. Yeah, you know, for sure. I know the first thing when after not thought of it, I think my mom was a person like this who um, was always willing to help people, always and mm -hmm. never um, put herself before someone else. Just she was a great example of um, loving people and caring about people, and um, just really looking at life from that aspect of what can I do for you? So hmm. she's a great example for me. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. We watched, um, what is it called? The, the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood yeah, or something yeah. like that. Because it's great. Have you seen it? I've not seen it. Okay. I highly recommended everyone go watch it. You will be blessed. And he was an ordained minister. Yes, I know. Um, he, he was literally ordained by the PCUSA to be doing television ministry. No way. And that. that's what Mr. Roger Neighborhood right, was, was right. his ministry. Yes. Um, public ministry, but a ministry nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And he has this great scene where he's sitting down the with a reporter who's doing a story on him. And he can tell the reporter's being bothered by something. So he says, they're just eating lunch. And he says, let's just take a, sometimes I do this exercise where we just take a minute and we think of all the people that loved us into being. So would you be silent with me mm -hmm. while we do that? Mm -hmm. And then just sit there. And in the movie, it takes like a full minute oh, of wow. silence. Really? And and uh, it invites you to do that too mm -hmm. in the middle of the story okay. to think about the people. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of like what you and I were just doing. Like think about the people who yes. exemplify humility. Yes. yes. And you go, wow, like right. the spirit of Jesus is alive and well totally. in, in the world. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Good. Well, I think that's good for today. We'll uh, have a great rest of your Wednesday. And we will get back with you tomorrow to look at Philippians 1. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Pam. Before we go, I wanted to read two emails that I was sent recently. Um, this is sent yesterday and on Monday from you guys. One is from Joy Ensing, who sent me an, an email on Monday morning said, good morning, Brendan. I want to let you know how much I am enjoying the podcast. Hearing familiar voices from church, reading the scripture, and talking about it has been a highlight of my day. Before all this, I had been reading the Bible on my own, but this just adds a new dimension for me. Also enjoying the church gatherings on Sundays. Thanks for all your technology training. Hoping to be able to see our church family again soon. Miss everyone so much. Continue to pray that more people come to know God through this situation. Have a great day. Thanks for that email, Joy. And yesterday, Travis also sent me an email about the podcast. He says this, I remember you saying on the podcast in early March about the episode of Nicodemus and understanding the spirit. So Travis is referring to um, The Chosen, which is a video series about the life of Jesus. So um, I mentioned in March about the episode of Nicodemus and understanding the spirit. Back to the email. I know, I'm trying to understand. I just watched that episode tonight with my family. I think it's my second most favorite scene so far, second to the healing of Mary. I love the rich dialogue and Nicodemus struggling to identify and reconcile the spirit acting in his life. It was awesome. 
And I've not forgotten about the comparison of the spirit as a wild goose. I think I cracked up. I cracked up laughing every time I heard that. Thanks, Brendan. I felt like I should send a quick note. Hope you are doing well and look forward to Thursday. So uh, thanks, guys, for sending me emails. And I hope this encourages more of you to just send emails. Let me know your reflections and thoughts about the podcast. Keep them coming. Hope you guys are well. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.